Oh, good morning, Berkshires. It is. It's another fabulous Tuesday under our current Mercury retrograde. Yes, this is your astrological guru or whatever I am. I don't know what I am. Uh, you a star, and it's another edition of What's Your Sign? I have your number, and we've got a wonderful show for you today. I have uh, one of my dear, dear colleagues who is also um, a musician, and we're going to be talking all about his new CD called Breathe, Love, and Life. And I, it's my honor and my pleasure to have uh, the wonderful multi-talents of Glenn Kidd, Glenn Kidd returning to my show um, today. So we are here, and it's Tuesday, December 6th, and we're about to tell you what's going on. Lost in the beauty of the sky, breathe in the moon, the colors of a rainbow, shed too soon, firefly, flicker, smile, shine like the sun, if life's about the journey, the miles be Berkshires, how are you today? You know, it's just past our 11 o'clock hour here, too, at WBCR LP 97.7 FM, Berkshire Community Radio, in case we forgot to tell you the time, because, you know, it's it's Mercury Retrograde. Um, I know a lot of you m- listeners out there may know what that is, and for those of you who don't, I'm just going to fill you in, because I'm sure you are wondering what in the world is going on uh, since Thanksgiving kind of happened because it, it, it kicked into uh, Mercury retrograde um, on Thanksgiving Day. So um, if your life has seemed a little off, um, you know, plans do not seem to work, uh, your car's not doing well, or you're sitting in traffic way too much, um, people are really misunderstanding you, um, you, you kind of get in little petty arguments easier, um, so on and so forth. Uh, you, you thought you sent that email out and that person never got it, you know, um, electrical glitches, your internet's not working at all, who knows? Um, These are all things that the planet Mercury deals with, Um, travel, movement, communications, mechanisms that get us there, um, you know, how we are all communicating in this world, and um, right now he's taking a little rest. 
all planets up there. They they do what we call uh, the terminology retrograde, and and it really just means that they're going backwards in the zodiac degrees that they are. And uh, Mercury had reached, um, I believe it's the 19th degree of Sagittarius, and so now he's backtracking in Sagittarius, and he's going to reach, I believe it's the third degree by next. Um, I think it's a week from today on the, on the 13th, on Tuesday. So um, it, this is a period of time when we're, you know, we're just meant to kind of chill out. Um, you don't want to sign legal documents. You don't want to go forward motion with a lot of things. Um, it's just more of a reflective time in your life. And wherever that degrees of uh, 03 to 19 degrees Sagittarius sits in your chart, it, it's, it's where you are really advised by the, those planets above to kind of just take a look at what's going on in that area of the life. And this is where your reflective time, your review time, as I always say, the RE's of Mercury retrograde, any word that begins with the letters RE is safe to do under Mercury retrograde. So that means retreat, review, relax, reorganize, and certainly rest and relax, um, reread, so on and so forth. Um, and and so this is where you want to, so wherever you're, I mean by your collective chart, where that Sagittarian piece of uh, those degrees are, and by your natal chart. So you've got two influences that, um, you know, you want to look at on a personal level, but on a collective level, it's just a time where you can expect change, and it is really uh, well advised that if you can't go with the original plan, you've got to bend and, and kind of just submit to plan A, B, or C even. If if you you actually or B C or D, because uh, Plan A typically won't go the way you would have wished it to, so that's a word to advise. So if everything's a little topsy turvy um, in your life since Thanksgiving, um, this is going to probably continue until the thirteenth of December. So it's just a time when, uh, like I say, just take it easy and be easy on yourself because. Um, it's all good. It's always good in the end. We know we all need we all need a downtime. And um, I know it's a crazy, wacky holiday season now, and everybody's. You know, you, 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 I can guarantee you, for those of you who celebrate Christmas, that you will have two of the same things under your tree this year. And so this weird things like that, or you bought the wrong size, or the person doesn't like the color, you know, whatever. And there will be a lot of returns this holiday season, so um, more so than normal. So what else is happening on our zodiac skies here? We have uh, today our sun is at the 14th degree of Sagittarius. Um and Mercury is at uh the Mercury is on that backtrack at eight degrees of Sag, so it's 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 crossed back over the sun there. Um and uh yes, so at the fourteenth degree of Sagittarius, there's a lot. This day is like a, a if things are going to change, they're going to change today too. You can expect a lot of swirling around, movement and challenge going on on the collective. Um the fourteen always brings um the the advice of listen to the voice within. Um it's all about the self going through uh, foundation and structure changes in the life. So um, you, you can check that out today. See what things you could have had planned that didn't work the way you, you, you thought that they were. And our moon has just entered, uh, said, uh, sorry, our moon has just entered, our waxing moon has just entered, um, Taurus, which is, um, we're gathering in the light here where we, um, you know, we had a, uh, 
solar eclipse and a new moon in Sagittarius the day after Thanksgiving. And uh, so now we're continuing to wax away, gather, gather, gather in that from Sagittarius all the way through to Gemini, uh, where we're going to have our lunar light show and lunar eclipse uh, coming up on Saturday morning. So... um, I don't think we're going to be seeing it in this part of the country, but, um, and that's where, you know, you're going to have, see a little completion start to happen, um, in your Gemini piece of the zodiac pie. And what's interesting about these series of full moons that are, that, that, that have been going on, um, since September, or no, October, excuse me, um, October, we started an 18th degree of the full moon kicking off, um, and that began in Aries. And this is going to come all the way through into t- early 2012, where we'll have a full moon in Virgo uh, in March that'll also be at the 18th degree. And for some strange universal reason, every full moon for the, a six-month period is at the 18th degree of the sign, um, which is kind of unheard of because most of the time, because, you know, the moon, it, it varies and changes. You know, you're always going to get the degree of the next full moon. It's going to be close to the last one, but it's it's typically not the same. And for whatever reasons, and I, I do believe it has a lot to do with what is, you know, going on with our consciousness shift and all of these things, um, you know, that we're going to be seeing. The 18 is a number of finalizations and endings. And of course, that the, these full moons, you know, which is also about coming, something coming to a completion, um, you know, a conclusion in your life, wherever these full moons are going to hit. And at the 18th degree, uh, the Chaldeans really looked at the 18 that it was this understanding of spiritual material conflict. And uh, meaning, do not gravitate to the, the, to the material because it's going to do you no good. Um, and if we gravitate more to the spiritual, we're going to see reward. Um, and I find it fascinating in, in the way that the world, you know, is, is working now. And, and, you know, there's a lot of, of kind of a lot of things indicating that, you know, our material presence, um, that has been, you know, obviously so there, um, is, is, it's, it's diminishing. It's, it's going away. And, and it's like, you know, be grateful for what you have. Um, it doesn't mean you need a whole lot more of it. Um, we are meant to do a lot more with less, um, in our future. So I think these series of full moons are, are really a part of that whole, um, you know, divine plan that's going on up there. So, um, but today we are still gathering in a Taurus and we'll be, a moon just entered Taurus a couple hours ago. Um, so we're in Taurus through out Thursday evening, and, um, you know, it's a great, great time to ground things, um, especially when you have a gathering, um, waxing moon in Taurus. It's, it's a time to get something rooted down, uh, find a little structure, great time for meditation. It, you really feel your feelings very deeply under a Taurus moon. Um, you can feel something very strongly. You don't want to be resistant. You don't want to be... Determination loves to come out uh, in the emotional landscape under a moon in Taurus, but you don't want to... Um, you, know, get, you don't want to do the typical Taurus rap of you're too stubborn. Um, so don't, you know... Don't don't bend too much, you know. I mean, or I should say, you know, don't get stuck in the mud too much um, with your bullish stance, um, however that may fall for you. So, and. Um, 
That's, uh, that's, 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 and what's today? Today is the 6th of uh, December, which is, you know, a wonderful day. As much as we've got all these swirls of change and the Mercury retrograde happening, la, la, la. Um, we also, you know, we, we've got this l- nice little gift of the universal calendar date today, which is the sixth of the month, and it's a very harmonious um, energy guided by Venus. And if, if there are changes going on in your life, there there is a way to be able to see both sides of the issue very easily today. So, um, you know, make sure that you're weighing your pros and cons well. Um, and don't be so one-sided about things because um, there's always the other side of the story. Always. Um, no matter how hard you think a something is in your life. So... And I've got good news because there's there's an album coming out in in the world that um, I think you know you guys are going to be so thrilled about having in your future, um, and it's by my really really uh, wonderful colleague Glenn Kidd. Um, he's a New York City songwriter, uh, singer, guitarist, and uh, it's a new brand new uh, spirit pop rock album. It's called Breathe Love and Life, or Breathe Love Life. No and in there. And it features 19 original songs with 19 musicians, and it's going to be released coming up in February of 2012. It's produced by Larry Russell, who was the basis of Billy Joel. And Breathe, Love, and Life, uh, being released from Zenglen Records, features the following guest musicians. Kenny Arison, Brian Dunn, Phil Fiat, dear, I'm not going to get these names right, Jenna Ferroni, Greg Gerson, Arno Hecht, Steve Holly, Aja St. John, Alan St. John, Shell Krebs, Benny Landa, Steve, oh, here's a lovely one for me, uh, Lukenther, Tommy Mandel, John Merjavi, Joe Piccarioni, Marge Raymond, Larry Russell as well, and George Stass. And it's got these wonderful 19 songs, and um, Glenn and I worked a, a, a bit on the title um, a while back, and we're going to talk about all that. And uh, it's my honor to have him back to the show. Good morning, Glenn. How are you? Top of the morning. Well, I should say top of the Mercury morning retrograde. <laughs> you, you do sound a bit distorted for me to hear you off of my cell phone. T- top, top of the Mercury retrograde morning to you, too. <laughs> Let me try this. I, what I want to do is every time you talk, I'm going to turn my mic down because yeah, that's... You, you're feedbacking to me, actually. That's exactly what's happening. So now you talk. <laughs> well, it's a beautiful morning you know, here, and I have in the last half hour no internet, no telephone lines. And no cable, but I'm here in a spirit of rock and roll. I'm, I am. I'm thrilled to hear that. I, I'll bet if I put my mic up a little bit, I got such a loud voice. I don't even need the mic. <laughs> That's what they tell me. They've always told me that. Um, <clears throat> That's better. Is it better? Yeah. Okay. Good. I, I think we're gonna get this because I mean I can still see the levels moving when I'm when I'm John here. So I think I think we're gonna be good. I've got you up and you're you're coming through fine. So awesome. So uh, this is gonna be. Uh, I'm so excited for you because you know I, I know um, you know and if I can throw in a little of of your. Um, 
No, we know that you're in what, what we call a five personal year. Um, it's a year where you're in the fifth year of a current nine-year span of time in your life. And what you've been really doing uh, in your foundation-laying work in the last four years is, is this is the year where you're meant to shine and blossom with it and really get it out there to the masses. So I am just digging that you are releasing this album this year because it's, it's just going to fly. Well, not this year, but... Uh, well, I mean, within... Okay, when I do say this year, I mean in, in this five-personal-year cycle for you. So um, you have until next July to do that. So um, it's all in the five this year for you, even though uh, you're releasing a yes in 2012. But, um, yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's the numerologist. Uh, there's uh, some of us numerologists out there that we will kind of get in a little bit of a debate with one another that... Our new year, or, or our personal year cycle, starts on the new year, or if it starts on our solar return on our birthday. And um, so, uh, my um, understanding is it goes solar return to solar return. So, um, you're still you're in the five until next year, my dear. You've got wings to fly. <laughs> I get it. I, I've known about numerology and all that stuff for a long time. Yeah, um, teenager. So. Very cool. You're very, very cool. It's very cool. So tell us about the album and, and your journey with this and, and how all this came to be. And um, let's hear your story from your perspective. Well, it, it's a pretty long one, uh, but to kind of summarize it, it starts back for me in September of 2008 when I was here in my apartment and just heard this voice in my head saying that I needed to make another record, and at the time, I didn't have any new songs. I mean, I had a lot of my previous songs that I redid for this record, songs like Shangri-La and Stolen Speaks, or two in particular. And so, a couple of weeks later, in October, on John Lennon's birthday, I had gone into, into Central Park at Strawberry Fields, because they always do like a beautiful memorial tribute in John's birthday, and there were these guys playing, and one of them, stood out to me, he was playing this left-handed bass, a Hofner bass, just like Paul McCartney, and I knew instinctively that I was meant to meet this guy and work with him musically, but we didn't meet that day because it was very crowded in the park, and it was very cold, and I left the park thinking, okay, I know that that's the guy I'm supposed to, to meet, and a week later, it was a warmer day, and I had a street fair going on here in the city, and I happened to be walking, and lo and behold, there was the guy that I saw in the park a week earlier, who ended up being my record producer, Larry Russell. And we met, and it was just this instant connection that we had, and we began production for the record in January of 2009. And I had a lot of the musicians that are on the record are close, personal people to me. Uh, two of them are family members, and the rest are friends. And my producer, Larry Russell, brought in three guys that had played with him in a band called Beatlestock, which was a Beatles tribute band. And so those three guys are George Stass and Joe Pecorino, who were background vocalists on some of the songs, and this guitar player named John Marjave, who played on like three songs on the album. Because I'm the primary guitar player. Uh, Steve Lukather plays on one song, which is a song I wrote in memory of my mom, and uh, Benny Landers is another guitar player, played on two songs of mine called Introspection and Life Was a Tragedy. And so... It was really great, I mean, really magical. We started the record off with uh, Shangri-La, which was a song I had written in 2004, and 
it was one of those songs I, I knew was a great song and had a lot of life to it. And Arno Hatch, who is this great saxophonist from the Uptown Horns, has played with the Rolling Stones and played on John Jett and the Blackheart albums. He played saxophone on it. And Tommy Mandel, who is the keyboardist for Brian Adams and John Wade and many people, Ian Hunter and many people, he played on... Tommy played actually a lot on the record. He played, I think, on nine songs that are on this album out of 19 songs. Mm -hmm. so it was really great. It was a great experience. It took, you know, two and a half years to make the album because as we were recording, I was writing a lot of the new songs, such as Safe to Smile, which is the current single, and video for, for uh, that song. And it was just really a really amazing wonderful experience musically i learned a lot and spiritually was a wonderful experience and it was an honor for me to play with all these musicians who are so talented in their own right and many of them were people that i would see on mtv back in the day yeah. you know, they're like musical heroes of mine playing on my own record yeah so, back like, at the, the, yeah, the, the uh the rock in the 80s yeah. As they were, yeah. A lot of great music came out of the '80s. I mean, great music has come out of every decade. But um, I think, for well, for our generation, of course, we have a little more uh, a, a affinity to it, of course, because it's it's our time, you know. Yeah, but I mean, even going back to like the, you know the roots of the music, rock and roll music of, well, going back to Les Paul, who ah, Les Paul, mm. he was amazing. He was an amazing... I met his son recently at uh, an Ace Fraley concert that Larry and I were at, as well as Lydia Chris, who is a friend of mine. She was the first wife of uh, Kiss drummer Peter Chris. And it was, it was really cool to meet Les's son. I had actually thanked him, you know, for his parents because his parents were just these innovators of music mm. and the fourth track and the whole thing. So it, Les Paul definitely paved the way for many musicians in the world oh today. he did he did he's his his full name uh, he's his full name spells like amplifier pleasures which i think is just hilarious but yeah. that's but that's what he ended up doing i mean he made the amplifier uh, you know he was he's responsible for that you know was it for him we wouldn't have like the electric guitar as we know it you know so yes hats off to les paul <laughs> Is, is, that, no, is that the kind of guitar that you play? I primarily, as my electric guitars, I do play Gibson Les Pauls and Fender Stratocasters. Uh -huh. those, are my, those are my electrics that I play. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, what do you think? Should, should, should we play, um, let's, before we have to take a little break, should we play a, um, should we play a little track? Sure. What do you think? Which 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 one would would you um, like me to, to play first? And and you can t talk a little bit about the song before we go go with it. Yeah, let's play the, the opening track on the CD, which is the first single, and a video I had recently filmed for it. It's Smile. Okay. All right. So we'll let you talk about it after. We'll do that. All right. Well, let's see. We should have. I should, should have all sound up. So let's see what happens, as they say. And Safe to Smile by Glenn Kidd. We can be happy. 
That's a great, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful message on that song. Thank you very much. You, would you believe I wrote that song in somewhere between 30 and 40 minutes? I, I, uh, you know, I think some of the best songs are written in that amount of time. It just, because it, it, it just kind of channels to you, right? I mean, that's just what happens. Yeah. As a musician, I'm not a musician that way, so I don't know. I've never written a song, so um, that process must be so fascinating for you. Well, that song was very special to me because of how it came about, and uh, it was really, truly magical. I mean, for me to be walking in Central Park and walk through Strawberry Fields, I wrote that song earlier this year, and all of a sudden I was in the park, and there was this guy sitting there and playing, and he was, I knew that I, I needed to write a song that was very poppy and 
like an anthem like and something yeah. that was memorable, but something that was catered to all ages. I was thinking about children, all the way to senior citizens. And I went into the park and this guy was playing and he was playing some John songs and and all of a sudden as I'm sitting there, I just kept hearing in my head, Safe to smile, safe to smile and I, I sent an email to myself with that title and I practically ran home <laughs> and grabbed my acoustic guitar is what I wrote the song on, but on the record I play electric guitar and and I wrote that intro riff that you hear and, and went into the verses. And the only thing I didn't have at that moment was a guitar solo. And so when I went into the studio, Larry, my producer, had suggested that I fingerpick the guitar solo, which I did. And uh, it, was just, it was just magical. We knew it was a great song. And then had Tommy Mandel come play piano and organ on it. And George Staff sang back on And Larry played bass and drums and tambourine on the song. It was it was a very fun song to make and, and it came together very quickly and it was recorded very quickly. Yeah. Also. Yeah. It's it's it's. I mean, I I've heard that I think time and time again that um, some of the songs that you know we all know and 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 love to pieces. It it the creation of them happened like just you know in this it wasn't like this long drawn out process and it's, it's I, I find that well I think that's wonderful about art I mean sometimes the best art it just happened quickly it, it may take a while for you to get the idea to come out of your head but I mean it once it's there it's it's like hey I, I just gave birth you know <laughs> it's true and I did want to add something about say the small two things one is that I'm very grateful to every person that's a friend of mine on Facebook who has left wonderful compliments about the song and has put the song, the video for the song on their Facebook pages. It's an honor to me, and it's even an honor that Billy Idol's mother put my song, as the video, on her Facebook page. Aww. That was really cool. That is very cool. That yeah. is awesome. Um, and you can find Glenn on the, the if you go to re that if you go to Reverb Nation and search for Glenn Kid and that's Glenn with two N's and Kid with two D's, um, you will find his page and you will find all the tracks and you'll find a couple. I think there's a couple. You'll find the video on there too. The video is on Reverb Nation. Yeah. Let me make let me make this easier for people. Or make it even easier. Go ahead. <laughs> ReverbNation.com forward slash Glenn with two N's, kid with two D's. There's actually uh, like four or five songs from the record. I didn't put the whole record there yet. Right, so, right. And the video for Safe to Smile is there as well as on YouTube. Cool. They just type in Glenn Kid, Safe to Smile, you'll see the video. Cool. Yeah, for some reason, when I'm looking at the, the nav bar, it's just got this long, long thing. I have it up here, but I'm like, I don't think I could really um, translate that on the, uh, it's just like page object, page object artist and some like long number. And I'm like, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, I'm the artist and should, and should know where to direct people to my music very easily. Yes. But yes, the Reverb Nation, Glenn Kidd. Two N's, two D's. <laughs> So, Glenn, we're going to be right back with you um, because we have to let our uh, listeners know about some things happening locally. So we'll be right back for the second half of What You Sign, I Have Your Number. And my guest today is the wonderful recording artist, Glenn Kidd. We'll be right back with you, Glenn. All righty. Yeah, what's happening in the Berkshires? It's a... A little cloudy day today in the Berkshires. We got a little rain. I guess we need a little rain. Why not? There is a uh, instrument drive going on. 
um, for the Berkshire children and families. They're collecting violins and cellos for a new music program. And let's see here. Um, it's launching an intensive after-school music program at two of Pittsfield's Colum uh, community and elementary schools, Conte and Morningside. They're looking for instrument uh, drives to collect and uh, having, they are looking for used violins, cellos for the students. And they would appreciate smaller sized instruments because, of course, it's for uh, primarily first to third graders. And you can contact, call 413 448 8281 at extension 19. Uh, ask for Marie Montilla, or you can just uh, simply drop them off at their West Street office, which is at 480 West Street in uh, Pittsfield, MA. And um, if you have any old instruments laying around, violins and cellos, Pittsfield would love to have them for their children. Okay, now we have, what's coming up here? Oh, we have lovely holiday farmer's markets. Um, holiday ingredients and gifts from your local farmers and artesian producers on December 17th. This is from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Muddy Brook Elementary School in Great Barrington, Massachusetts, and at Williams College, Townsfield House in Williamstown. Um, for more information, you can go to berkshiregrown.org slash... Holiday-Farmers-Markets-2011. And uh, there's no more information on that, so that's where you got to go. Um, but uh, that's going to be, uh, again, the uh, Holiday Farmers Markets with all your local yummy goodies at um, December 17th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Muddy Brook Elementary School and also over at the Williams College Town Field over in Williamstown. So it is such a wonderful thing to support your local businesses um, during the holiday season because um, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to give back to your community. So, all right. So you are listening to What's Your Sign? I have your number. And we are on uh, the lovely Berkshire Community Radio, WBCRLP 97.7 FM, Great Barrington. And uh, I'm your host, Sharita Starr. Today I have been talking with... Um, a wonderful recording artist, Glenn Kidd. He's from New York City, and he has this very exciting uh, CD coming out in uh, February of 2012 called "Breathe Love Life," and it's a it, it's a true feel good album. Um, I will tell you that um, it's 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 a bit it's a um, it's what we would consider a. Um, it's a brand new, like a pop spirit album. It's 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 a little bit of rock and roll, but it, and it's got this really wonderful um, group of uh, notable and famed musicians um, who have um, all played a significant part in uh, in making it what it is. And um, it's it's my pleasure to have Glenn with us here today. And um, so now, Glenn. I have more. I have more goodies, as you kind of already know. But you know, it's so funny in true retrograde fashion. <laughs> I couldn't find the original lexigrams I wrote for the title. <laughs> well, I was. I was going to mention that because I want to thank you for giving me that title because when I was coming up with album titles, I wanted to name something that was not one of the songs on the record and. 
I remember one of the titles I actually had for the album was called Life Springs Eternal, and you were here in the city visiting and doing some work, and I came by my apartment and was hanging out, and you had come up with the title, Breathe Love Life, and numerically it worked out so great. And then when we did the lexigramming, but one of the things was cool, besides it saying it have a heart, it, it have a heartbeat, yeah. it has a Beatle feel, and it has the Beatle vibe. All right. So it was really cool. Yes, and because, you know, you are, uh, you know, such a wonderful fan of John Lennon and, um, and of course, all of the Beatles. And um, I, th I do think it is that people tell you more often than not, you sort of look like Paul McCartney. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if I can collect monies and royalties on every time I heard that, I probably can go make another record right now. I know. Isn't that funny? I, I get... Um, I've had that since my early 20s of that I have the Linda Good, uh, not Linda Goodman, um, that, that, that's my mentor for my work now, but Linda Hamilton, the girl from The Terminator. Um, if I was had a dollar for every time somebody said that to me too in my last 20 years, I think um, I wouldn't have to work either. So it's, it's interesting how people, and I don't really think I look like her at all, but in any case, um, but I, I do see why people say that you resemble Paul, Mc, Paul McCartney, um, for sure. Yeah, well, well, according to my brother, he, because he's a decade older than me, he had told me that when, because my brother and I have the same mother, different fathers, and he had told me that our mom had been staring relentlessly at his poster <laughs> of the Beatles' White Album. And he noticed that she was looking a lot, you know, staring at John and Paul a lot, and that's how I was conceived. That's so funny. That's really funny. That's cute. Love that. Love that. Yes, well, this album, as, as a title, as, you know, we, we do this in numerology because it's so important what we choose to name anything from our children to a business to a, a, something like a music album. Um, we want it to have a right energy behind it, the vibe, as we would call it. Um, and when we, yeah, when we played around with, with uh, different ideas, and we came up with this, this combination of breathe, love, and life vibrates to what we call, um, its name expression is the 17. It's the star of the Magi. Um, and I think that the definition that the Chaldeans gave this number is so appropriate for what you're doing with this. Um, it's a highly spiritual number. Um, it, was in, it was expressed um, in the symbolism from the Chaldeans as the eight-pointed star of Venus. It's the image of love and peace. And it promises the person or entity that it represents, with the album being the entity, um, that it will rise superior in spirit to the trials and difficulties of earlier life with the ability to conquer former failure in personal relationships and the career. The 17 is well known to be the number of immortality, and it indicates that the entity's name will live on after. It will live, just live on for eternity. So, uh, with you creating this very spiritual album um, on many levels, uh, to have it have this, you know, 17 vibe carrying it along, um, you can't go wrong. <laughs> 19 songs and 19 musicians. I mean, there's no artist today that I know of that is making a record of 19 songs with 19 musicians. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's uh, another beneficial number. I mean, that is, uh, the 19 is the Prince of Heaven, which is, even with that little underlying energy behind it, the 19 is, is the, we want to make every number be like a 19 because it's, it's, Keldian said it was the most fortunate one there is. 
the 19. So, although the 17 is very auspicious, so it's very cool. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the 17. Um, and, and what I also, oh, go ahead. Well, the record, you know, when I started out to do the record, when I had met with Larry Russell and we had discussed doing this record, it was, originally it was going to be like an 11 or 12 song CD until that voice went off in my head and said to make a 17 song CD with 17 musicians. And I thought, well, who's done that? And then I thought, oh, I know exactly who's done that. He did it twice. Once in his previous band and once as a solo artist. And uh, so I, but then it came about to do end up being, you know, the 19 songs, the 19 musicians. I mean, I actually recorded 24 songs for this album. Obviously, the other songs didn't make the album. So, uh, but it was, it was really great. I mean, I have to say that I owe a tremendous amount of gratitude to Larry Russell for really helping shape this album in production and arranging and to all the musicians who played on the album and contributed, you know, their ideas to the songs and come up with ideas that I wouldn't have even come up with and so it's I really owe a tremendous gratitude to everyone that was involved in this record including yourself because you gave that title to me yeah well it was my pleasure and this is what I enjoy doing is is making sure if if somebody's someone like you has gone through all this effort you know and and has collaborated all these amazing people and talent together that you know we want to give it the best kick off we can possibly give it so yeah ha- having having a good name expression it makes a bit of it makes a huge difference um as to you know how well it, it and it's you know it's a, it's an unseen thing of course the name expression nobody like sees that it's oh it's a 17 like nobody gets that it's not about that it's it's that it's how the universe is going to carry it through for you um, and this is why our names are just, you know, anything we choose as a name is, is important. And what I love about even the, the three words making up the whole title, breathe, love, and life. Each, there's no and. There's no and. Just well, breathe, love. Well, yeah, I, I know there's no and. I, I do that by accident. Breathe, love, life, as the title stands, um, is that these three words on their own have a completely positive um just minor name expression in, you know it's like if you're looking at if this was like somebody's full name you know the first the middle the last name kind of thing and breathe is the 24 which represents love money creativity um which is pretty much do what you love be creative at it and watch the money flow um love is the 21 which is the crown of the magi um a very abundant beautiful happy 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 number um, and life is also the 17. So I find that to be very interesting, that, you know, life in and of itself is immortal, as we always, and it is, because we just come back to another vessel. We're, we're just not, um, we don't last in the vessel as long as our spirit does. <laughs> so I, you've got, there's, there's no numbers floating around here that have any warnings about anything except enjoy it and 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 we're gonna watch watch some real goodness blossom in your life this year um now i like i said i couldn't find the original lexagrams i wrote because it's mercury retrograde of course i don't know where i have the file um i I searched endlessly last night and i'm like i have no idea anyway so i made up some new ones (laughs) i actually have 
a copy of it. You probably do. I should have emailed you, but in any case, I made up new ones that I that I said, well, I'll just write them again, and it'll come up with something a little different. And I loved that you reminded me of the beetle feel and all of that stuff, because that was yes, yeah, so I remember we came come up with that. But here's some new ones that I came up with that I thought were also equally telling of of what this album is truly about. Um, so from the title, Breathe Love Life, we can derive, and the lexigrams, for those of you who don't know what a lexigram is, um, it is taking this title, and it's, I'm going to um, anagram other words that you can spell just using the, the letters within it. And then I phrase those anagrams like poetry or prose, and it's going to tell a little bit about the life and, and the, uh, the energy that's behind this title. What will it do? So here we go. Breathe, love, life. It free the heart. It let the violet light live. It real brave. It heal the earth, the heart, to lovable life. It let the heart, the earth, believe lovelier ethereal light. It liberate the heart, the earth, to vibrate to love. It a lifeboat for real elevator behavior. <laughs> to foretell it free, reliable hit after hit after hit. It hear the fate to be a real, able favorite of a brato beat. And it relieve the ear that hear it overall. That Lovely. Isn't that kind of fun? That's all new stuff I came up with. <laughs> On the Mercury retrograde fly. <laughs> nice. So, I mean, I, I'm so excited. I, I so cannot wait to see the future with this album. I'm just so excited for you in, in a way that, you know, I, 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 love when, I love when I can be excited about things and people. And, and you know, I have to say that that Safe to Smile song is... Um, is, is really interestingly uh, special to me in my life right now for something that happened in, in my life recently and that yes it is safe to smile and I that's I for many reasons so I'm um, I'm, I'm happy to have that to hear <laughs> myself just from a personal note <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm honored I feel truly blessed that that song, I mean, as with all my songs that are on the album, but in that particular track, uh, I feel really blessed that it was just divinely channeled through me so easily and effortlessly and came together so magically, as, as with many of my other songs, but that one in particular, and it just has a really great feel and vibe to it, and, and I, I'm not saying that just as the guy who wrote it and performed on it, but if I was just listening to it as if it was another artist, I feel the same way. I mean, I can hear the song being on shows like Sesame Street. Yes, like, yeah. yeah the, the, I, I, if I have any psychic ability, I see that the songs on this album are, they're very marketable for all sorts of types of things. And I, I really think that's the kind of success you're going to see in the future from this. Um, there's no doubt about that in, in, in how I see it. I, it's just what I see. Um, I'm, I hope that that's a projection that comes 110% true. <laughs> I kind of have that feeling that's where it's going to go to based on what I've been getting from the other side. Yeah, well, yeah, so. yeah. Right. You've got a winner here. Um, Influences for me is like, you know, not only that I made the record first and foremost for myself, 
and it was such an honor, like I said, to work with all the musicians that they did, or I should say, I don't want to say work, but to actually play with all the yeah. musicians. Like, but to get that music out there, and I, I've always felt, like even in my career, that if, if I've touched the heart of one person, then it was all worth it. And I feel mm-hmm. the same with the song, that if this song saves the smile, lifts the heart of whether it's one person or a million people, then it was, then I definitely did what was intended for it, you know, and, and or I should say what spirit, the spirit world, you know, wanted for the world to hear, because I realized that songs like Save to Smile come from beyond me. Uh, any musician, John Lennon recognized that very well, the Beatles recognized that very well, that all those songs that still stand the test of time and that still touch people's hearts came from beyond themselves. Yeah. It came from a higher universal yeah. source of energy. Yeah. Oh, the Beatles, they had, you know... We were very consciously aware. You they, know. they were, yeah, very much, and you're absolutely right about that, like how, how their music, um, it, it's timeless. It's definitely timeless, and I, I think you've created the same kind of, in that Beatles feel that we can get from the title, um, you've done the same exact thing here so um and having that title vibrate to the 17 that also makes it timeless that's what makes it eternal um it's the same type of idea so um yeah it's it's a it's it's stellar my favorite word stellar <laughs> Stella. <laughs> so Let's listen to one more track from the from before we go, because um, our hour is oh my god, as usual, flying by. Um, we need a we need a two hour show. I you know I may change that in the future. Who what's who knows what will happen in my future? Um, I have a lot more time in my hands than I ever used to, so um, we'll see what happens. I might do that. Um, so a beautiful I would, soul. I would, like see, I would like to see your beautiful black bombay cat magic with the k at the end yes be the host of your show well now that would be really fun magic hosting the show don't you think that'd be hilarious you <laughs> can see a little pit see, see a little set of earphones on him <laughs> Coolest looking cat and coolest cat around. He is. He's awesome. He's he's my buddy. He's my he's my best buddy. That cat. Love him. So, we have one more track to play. Um, and we, anything to say about a beautiful soul? Ah, beautiful soul. Well, that song is myself, Larry Russell, and George Staff. Saying uh, George Staff sang back on it. So I do all the guitar parts on there, uh, except the bass guitar. That's Larry, and he did all the strings and piano and drums on that. Uh, that song was another one of those songs that just came to me really quickly. It's a beautiful ballad, and uh, I wrote it, you know, with the, all my, the four love songs of mine that are on the album that are pertain to a girl or a woman, say, they all, they all pertain to the same person. So mm-hmm. it's a, a really beautiful song and what I love about it just the whole energy of it and I love the guitar solo that I did at the end because I did it right on the spot it was done in one take I I mean I listened to the rhythm parts and then I figured out the notes and recorded it one take straight through and it was uh, one of my favorite guitar solos that I had done on the album because of the emotion that's in there and uh, I was thinking of like there's a song that I really love called Theme from an Imaginary Western, which was written by Jack Bruce of Cream, but he had done it with uh, 
Epstein actually wrote it with Leslie West of Mountain, but Mountain had done a version of this. Mountain was a well-known band with us on Mississippi Queen. But I was always more into the theme from Imaginary Western song, and so when I did that guitar solo on A Beautiful Soul, I actually was thinking of uh, how Leslie West did the guitar solo and theme for Imaginary Western. I mean, they didn't sound alike, but it was just that same kind of vibe to it. And so, Beautiful Soul is to the beautiful soul who exists in a beautiful soul world. Awesome. All right. Well, here we are. Another track from uh, Glenn Kidd's forthcoming album, Breathe Love Life, to be released in February 2012. And this is A Beautiful Soul. Sorry. Technical mercury. Difficult do. There we go. Here we go. <laughs> Shining star, shining all around. 
guitar solo still leaves like chills in my arms. It's 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 yeah yeah you, it's the kind of uh, it, it like makes the hair raise off the back of your neck. You know that's good music. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I definitely I remember when I did that solo. I, I literally like felt like I transcended and like, nipped out of my body when I did that. It was so amazing. I'll bet. I'll bet. I'll bet. Well, thank you, Glenn, so much for joining us today, and um, it's been so excited, exciting to talk about your new. You know, exciting things happening. <laughs> For lack of any better words, I could come out of my mouth at this point under Mercury retrograde. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Sharita, for being a dear friend of mine and having me on your show and playing some of my music. Yeah. Well, it, the, the world the world is going to um, be very appreciative of your music in the future. So your, your music is a part of this future uh, that we have to move to. The world is going to heaven in a handbasket. It is. I like that expression much better. <laughs> I want to thank all my friends who listen to the show and all your listening audience as well. Okay. Thanks. Love you. Wonderful. Take care, my dear. Love you and all the best in February. We're, we're looking forward to it. Thanks. Okay. Be well. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, so that's another wrap on another edition of What's Your Sign? I have your number, and we'll be back on Tuesday, the 20th of December, with uh, my one of my favorite numerologists, uh, Michael John Fierro. We're going to be uh, doing a little predictions uh, and uh, energies about what's happening in t- the big infamous 2012. So um, look forward to that. You can check out everything uh, upcoming, what's how already happened. Listen to podcasts on sharitastarradio.com blogspot.com and um, or of course always go to berkshireradio.org our website and uh, leave a comment all the information is there under programs we love you Berkshires thank you so much for a, another wonderful hour and it is noontime here at uh, WBCRLP 97.7 FM uh, Berkshire Community Radio and we've got Scott coming up with the Elvis hour and we are so thrilled so you guys have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday Namaste.